Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Whack Brackets, the podcast not quite good enough to make you slap your mama, but may inspire you to remind her about that time that you bought lunch and she never paid you back for it. I'm your host, Mike, and today I would like to invite two guests on from a podcast that the kids call Talkin' Shiz, but sophisticates and socialites alike refer to it as the amazing world of Talkin' Shiz, and actually I think they may have shortened it now to just Talkin' Shiz, but I'll let them explain that, and I want to thank them beforehand because I forgot to hit the record button a second ago, and Maddox pointed out to me that I had done so, so he savaged this whole episode, so please welcome CJ and Maddox from the Talkin' Shiz podcast. How are you guys doing today? Uh, we're doing good. Thank you for having us. And Maddox, he is our tech guy. So, you know, I'm I'm the social media. He's the tech guy. So he's the computer whiz. That's what I call him, the, the wizard. <laughs> it, it's it's really cool to be here. And thank you so much for having us. Oh, you guys have a fun little podcast. I've checked it out a few times. I'll let you guys explain it here in a second. But I just wanted to say personally, uh, it's a lot of fun. You, these guys just sit back and forth a lot of times and, and have a great conversation. They're pretty witty, so I reached out to them, and they said that they'd enjoy doing the episode, so I'm pretty happy to have them on today. But before we get started on this Whack Bracket episode, which for the fans is going to be about cartoon assholes, I would like to let you guys kind of explain what you do over there at Talkin' Shiz. Well, our show, our podcast, it's like a radio show. There's no real topics, per se. Uh, everything is made up. There's, it's unscripted. And our opinions don't matter, so that's basically our show. We're, we're not one certain, you know, like a genre. You know, we we're comedy, and I guess you call it improv. Uh, but uh, our our show is it's more of us just sitting back, having fun, and you know, going from there. Like I said, we're not labeled as you know, like a true crime or a comic books or music yeah. or movies. We just it's a show for everybody. Good deal. Anything to add to that, Maddox? This is where he told me last time that I wasn't recording, so his opinion is important <laughs> here. So anything else to add? Uh, I would say that even if you're listening to just one episode and if you just don't like it, there are several different types of episodes and different types of subjects. I mean, we have a 55 variety. to be exact. Wow. So there's yes. 54. To, if you don't like one, there's 54 more to choose from. <laughs> and if you don't like that one, there's 53. We can keep counting. I mean, we can keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Just keep paring it down. Yeah, see, I don't really have a topic either. Uh, as I've mentioned probably in some of my previous episodes, I'm probably considered ADHD, so my attention spans short, so there's no way I could have a true crime podcast. I do about three of them and get bored and want to talk about squirrels or something. So I just choose whack brackets, and this way we can have a lot of different topics. And again, this one's cartoon assholes. And before we start, I did want to kind of explain what a whack bracket is. I'm sure most people have probably, if they're here, they've probably listened to an episode before, but maybe not. So anyway, what a whack bracket is, is it's pretty much just the bracketing trope that you're used to. We take eight things, we bracket them off against each other. The difference this time is, however, we change the questions every round. So when someone faces a contestant in the first round and they advance to the second round, they're going to get a different question applied to them. So by the end, there's someone that wins, but we're not exactly sure who because uh, not complete improv. We do set up the brackets beforehand. However, our answers are real and all three of us have an opinion on this. I'm not sure if they shared there's with each other. I haven't shared mine with them. So you guys are ready. I'll go ahead and start said whack bracket. 
All right, go ahead. Yeah. All righty. Question one in this cartoon asshole's bracket is going to pit Mr. Burns from Simpsons fame versus Scrooge McDuck from the DuckTales and other Donald Duck-related cartoons, more likely to be the subject of an open FBI investigation. And CJ, I'm going to let you start this one out. Well, if it's if you're going that route, of course, it'd be Mr. Burns because he likes to hide everything. As far as Scrooge McDuck, I don't think so. I think it'd be more like an IRS type of ordeal for him. <laughs> Possibly. Maddox, what, what's your say? Uh, I, this is probably going to be more in lines. I'm going to say Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. If If you're the biggest penny pincher in the whole town... And you're really good at keeping things behind closed doors. I can only imagine what he can do. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's why Donald Duck talks with an in- impediment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, Scrooge wouldn't pay for his oral care when he was a young man. So He made him use those low-grade pacifiers instead of the ones that they give you at the hospital. They weren't BPA approved. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So now you guys have left me to break this tie, and this one's a good one. Um, Here's the thing with Mr. Burns. I'm going to start out with a few things this guy's done to put himself on the cartoon assholes list. There was an episode, and he may have done both of these in the same episode. He actually tried to block out the sun from the entire town to make people spend more money. And then in the episode, he actually stole candy from a baby. He's tried to steal candy from Maggie. She shot him accidentally when he did, so he got what he had coming. He also, in an episode, tried to drill oil sideways from underneath the school, and he hit Bart with a car on purpose and hired an assassin to kill Grandpa and Bart. So this guy, it gets away with it, apparently. I think he may have been in prison once or maybe got arrested once, but he tends to skate on this shit. But Scrooge McDuck, here's a little-known fact about Scrooge McDuck. First off, we do know he swims in enough money in that vault to offer free health care to all of America for the next 317 years, but he doesn't mind. He's still pinching pennies. But do you guys, by chance, happen to know how Scrooge McDuck actually first got his money? Any idea? Messing up orphanages? I did it one time. I just cannot remember. If you want a funny answer, I'll come up with that one. But <laughs> <laughs> if, if you'd like, yeah, just guess. Throw something out. Well, uh, since we're having a coin so- shortage, we all know where it went to. <laughs> He's swimming in it. Just like yeah. That. I would say tax evasion. I think he started his own business, like so, and that's how he made his first dime. Yeah, that's the way, if I recall, I, I did a little research on this. I think he did kind of have his own business, but I did find a cartoon that really explains how I think he made the majority of his money. And in this cartoon, I'm going to read what Scrooge McDuck says. He says, My eye fell on some wonderful land in Africa that I wanted for a rubber plantation, The owners were a tribe of ferocious savages that believed their voodoo gods prized the ground. They wouldn't sell, so I hired a mob of thugs and chased the tribe into the jungle. I got the land, but boy, those savages were mad. Their witch doctor hoodooed and voodooed for weeks. So not only is this guy a complete, utter racist asshole, he's stealing shit from people, personally burns does some bad shit, This, like, wiped out an entire village, it sounds like, and pretty much just stole money that could have went to the community. And this is how this guy has founded his wealth. I have a real personal problem with that. I could see either one of these guys in an FBI investigation, but just off that alone, if he's willing to do that, hire thugs, run people off land, call them racist things, this guy's doing all kinds of illegal shit. I'm going Scrooge McDuck. Final answer. So it does look like we've landed on Scrooge McDuck. For this first whack bracket, if that's okay. 
And we're going to move on to who Scrooge McDuck faces in the next round. With the question being, more likely to actually kill something they are hunting. Would it be Gargamel of the Smurfs, or would it be Wiley Coyote of Bugs Bunny fame? And I will let you start out this time, Maddox. Ooh, that is a good one. Now, see, I'm looking at it like this. I mean, Gargamel, I mean, your spells suck. <laughs> but, I mean, then, of course, you got Wiley Coyote that has unlimited access to Acme Surplus, which, by the way, you need to get a refund because their stuff just does not work accurately. Or they have a homing device that is tracking for a coyote. <laughs> I would say the fact that the amount of resources and could actually kill something in the process and probably himself too would be Wiley Coyote. What you CJ? What you thinking? That is a very good question. Uh, I would say Gargamel. He hasn't got it right. He he he, <laughs> he dabbles in, in in the magical arts, and apparently he can't get those right. I think he catches the Smurfs, but that's about as far as it goes. As far as uh, Wally Coyote, apparently he, he's a billionaire, so he's affording all of these um, wannabe traps because they never work. <laughs> I would say may I would go with Wally Coyote as well. I can't disagree. I do think Wiley's would he's got an opportunity, but the thing with Wiley is I still don't even know why the guy is obsessed. I mean, he's obviously spending all this money on these Acme products. I'm not a big fan of the Golden Corral, but imagine if he took the money that he was blowing on trying to blow up this disease-infested desert roadrunner and just ate at the Golden Corral. Hell, he could eat straight out of the dirty-ass chocolate fountain and not get half the disease he's going to get from that dirty roadrunner. Gargamel, he's just confused. Uh, sometimes he's hunting the Smurfs for food. Sometimes he's hunting them for gold. Sometimes I think he's using them for magical spells. He's not even sure what the hell he's doing. There has actually been an episode where he even helped the Smurfs. I don't even know why. So, so I think I'm going to agree with you. I think uh, Wiley Coyote, he's got some kind of obsessive compulsive disorder that just keeps him chasing this roadrunner. So eventually, he'll get it right. And if he doesn't kill the roadrunner, he's going to kill something in the vicinity. But you would think, though, if he would, uh, you know, since he's calling Acme for all these, uh, you know, treasures that he's trying to get... You think he would just dial up dominoes or something? It'd be a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, why doesn't this guy just spend the money in a better way? This guy, he's the anti-Scrooge McDuck, so putting those two against each other in the next round is going to be a great matchup because one of them just blows all of his money on a worthless endeavor, and the other one has all the money in the world and never spends it. So I think we, we're all going to agree that Wiley Coyote, more likely to actually kill something. I do have to admit, I'm kind of disappointed that Gargamel didn't go on to the next round because... Um, I love the fact that the Smurfs always just use the word Smurf for everything. They can cuss. They don't have to cuss. Everything's just Smurf. How do you even tell if it's a cuss word in Smurf Village when they when they call somebody a Smurf an idiot? You know, I Smurf and don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I have no idea. That's so actually either. a really good project to do, just to test with your friends and everything. Just like, hey, you know what? Replace every single cuss word you have with the word Smurf and see what <laughs> happens. The thing is, too, about Smurfs is, yeah, they're, they're nouns, they're verbs. They, they can be anything from a cuss word to saying something nice about somebody or running to get merchandise to make your own illegal methamphetamine. So, so whatever. <laughs> so any of those. Yeah, Smurf's a great word. So, yeah, we Found use it for a lot of meth. <laughs> Smurf meth. <laughs> Smurf meth. It'll make you blue. Walter White, his meth was blue, if I recall. So maybe that's part of this. He got it, he, see, he got it from uh, Papa Smurf. That's how he got it. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, that's the thing. We didn't really go deep enough because we always we only went to Gus Fring, and then there, we went to the guy above Gus Fring. But there's probably Papa Smurf is the guy pulling all the strings behind the curtains. Yeah, that's why you can't see him because he's living out mushroom. See, <laughs> <laughs> he's so little. Those too. shrooms, man. Those shrooms. <laughs> See, that's why I see people like, man, I thought I saw a little blue man, but no, it was the mushrooms. See? No, it actually was the little blue man crawling out of the mushrooms. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, some of the Smurfs are doing a show in Vegas, the blue man group, so. That's, yeah. I guess we're opining on Smurfs too much since Gargamel doesn't even get to go to the next round. So Wiley Coyote advances. Now, if you said his cat, his cat would have been different because Azrael. Azrael, yeah, he was a yeah. bitch. Oh, he that, that he would have went to the second round because, you know, because he was like the brains. It's like, he was like, hey, Gargamel, look, here they are. I called him and he never listened. So it was Azrael that was the brains of it. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna actually going to skip a question because it's not, it's not, changing this order is not actually going to affect the bracket. So I am going to throw in the next question, which is going to include another cartoon asshole that has a cat. And in this question is going to be more easily replaceable in their organization. Would it be Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or would it be Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget? What do you think, CJ? I would say Dr. Claw. Because you never see his face, so anybody could impersonate him. Shredder, on the other hand, you he, you already know he like he was up front with everything. Like he's telling you his plans, he's doing all this. Claw was sitting back there in the shadows. So I would say, as far as replaceable, oh, it'd be Doctor Claw in a heartbeat because Shredder's too smart. You know, he's got he's got a whole technodrome. Are you kidding me? He he knows his stuff. Claw, he's nothing. Anybody could replace him. You don't know because the only thing you saw was his hands. It could have been anybody. There could be like clones. You don't know. It could have been, you know, his son or whoever. There's my answer. All righty, Maddox, what you think? I'm going to actually, I'm going to agree. I'm going to definitely okay. agree with that because Shredder is very intelligent. There is mm-hmm. a really big background on Shredder. Dr. Claw, I'm getting the vibe of somebody that really doesn't really know what they're doing. Right. That's just personal things. I mean, doesn't really think things through. I'm going to go with Shredder for sure. Oh, you mean Dr. Claw is more easily replaceable? Yeah, Dr. Claw can be easily replaceable. Okay, okay so yeah. So we've got two for Dr. Claw, and it's going to be a clean sweep because the episodes I've seen when I was trying to catch up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, in some of those cartoons, he had the turtles on the ropes. And I remember seeing one in particular where I think the turtles were about ready to give up, and Krang comes in, and he's like, hey, let me get the glory, pretty much. And Shredder, being a good company man, went ahead and let him do it, and Krang just screwed the whole thing up. But but Shredder's legit, and I don't think that operation moves without him. Uh, as far as Dr. Claw, as was mentioned, he is just an arm. The only thing we know about Dr. Claw is he has a cat that laughs at him, so he must have low self-esteem if he lets his cat laugh at him. And the only other thing I really know about him is, besides he's not good at his job, is I think, given his bracelet uh, with the little studs on it, he might be into S&M, maybe. So my guess here is is that Dr. Claw is also going to be more easily replaceable in an organization than Shredder. So we'll, we'll move on with that said to the next question. Uh, pitting the Cobra Commander versus Stewie from The Family Guy. The question being... More likely to actually take over the world. Which one of these two do you think would? I'll let Maddox start this one. That is a very powerful question because I'm going to dissect it down a little bit. First of all, Stewie 
<laughs> for a young child capable of creating a laser gun out of toys. <laughs> and Cobra Commander constantly getting his can kicked from G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you work with uh, Cobra Commander, I guess you get free face masks, I guess. Huh? That's what's why that. But, uh... uh <laughs> See, they were predicting. They were predicting. They were predicting. Yeah, COVID. COVID. <laughs> uh, I think Stewie. I'm going to say Stewie would be more the one that's more than capable of actually taking over the world. Now, that's underneath the circumstances if he's able to get released and grow up and actually go right, into. So what do you power. think, CJ? Who you got? Uh, I'm I'm right with Maddox on this one. Cobra Commander. He has all. He has. So, so many people underneath him and nobody can beat him. And I understand, like, uh, that's how they wrote G.I. Joe. But to the fact that never really came close. He captured a couple of Joes, whatever, and that was it. He never really did anything as far as creativity or, or anything. As far as Stewie, Stewie's building time machines. He's building portals. He's went to alternate universes. You know, he had, he had many chances. He's He's even went to... Peter's uh, testicles, you know, <laughs> to stop true. his brother. So I mean, so if he's capable of doing that, I mean, he's, uh, you know, yeah, you know has... what? I think this is going to be another clean sweep. I think Stewie's going to get it for a few reasons. Uh, if it were comic book Cobra Commander versus cartoon Cobra Commander, uh, comic book Cobra Commander was actually kind of a badass, believe it or not. Uh, but cartoon Cobra Commander was, yeah, I think he started out originally looked like he was wearing like a. Uh, like his mask looked like he'd been captured by Al Qaeda or something. And then like later on, it turned into a motorcycle helmet. Like he was a reject from the sons of anarchy or something. And then in the, like, I think in that season, Destro comes in and Destro kind of helps keep the organization together at that point. And pretty much Cobra commander turns into the Starscream type character from, from the transformers who I almost put on this list. Cause I love to hate Starscream. But as far as Stewie goes, Definitely, he's the one because there's actually an episode where he did take over the world. It turned out to be a simulation, but I'm a numbers guy. Uh, I actually have a math degree, even though I don't use it in real life. <laughs> but in this world, I really do love numbers, and I do think that simulations do have some basis for reality when used well. So, all that being said, even if you don't believe the numbers, which I do, that the simulation said Stewie was going to do it, I think he's going to do it. Even if you don't believe the numbers, as you guys mentioned, his tech skills are off the chart. The shit he can do versus that bumblefuck Cobra Commander who just screws up everything. I, I definitely think Stewie's Stewie's your winner and, here. And just to throw another thing out there about Stewie, let's not forget yeah. about that episode in Family Guy where he had a sniper rifle and he could have shot his mom in the face <laughs> in a slanted house from a, like inside the window all the way out to a cliff. Shit. But instead of shooting his his mother, because he's always planned about killing his mom, but he decided to keep her alive and kill the other person that was there with dead aim. Yeah, I don't remember that episode, but I do remember that uh, in those first years, he did seem hell-bent on killing Lois, and I think he must have backed off that a little bit as time progressed. He seemed to, seemed to be a little more understanding. Is that true? I, I haven't watched it the last several years. Uh, I did not watch it last season, but yeah, I've noticed that he he still. I think now he's more like a comic relief now. Oh, gotcha. In a sense, 
like before he was like you said hell bent of you know trying to destroy Lois, but here I think there was a there was a episode where he kind of like he changed as like he respected <laughs> his mom, and now it's now it's the oh. fat man as he says. <laughs> <laughs> Shows can't be good forever. So yeah. With that said, we do agree. All three of us. I think we agreed on a lot of these. I know we split on the first one, but I think we've been agreeing a lot the last. But they were they were pretty easy ones in my opinion. So yeah, um, I'll recap this first round real quick. In the first question, we had more likely to be the subject of an open FBI investigation. It's that racist dick face Scrooge McDuck beat Montgomery Burns. And the second question, so these two will go against each other, more likely to actually kill something they're actually hunting. Uh, Wiley Coyote beats Gargamel. Third question. More easily replaceable in an organization, Dr. Claw defeats Shredder. And the final question, more likely to actually take over the world, Stewie from the Family Guy beats Cobra Commander. First round's in the books, and I think we are on to round two. And this round, we're going to face off in the first question, Scrooge McDuck against Wiley Coyote. Question being, less annoying on a first date. What do you think, CJ? Who you got? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Wiley Cody, because he doesn't talk. So there you go. That's fair. You know, Scrooge McDuck, he'd be talking about money, or because that's how he is. He's matter of fact, he'd be the worst because he wouldn't want to spend anything on the first day. You, you're probably more likely trying to pick up scraps from a dumpster as much as he penny pinches. As far <laughs> as Wiley Coyote, now he won't talk. So, and he, apparently he, uh, you might be eating on the moon as, you know, he might try to do something with his uh, little gadgets that he has. So you might be eating across the world or on a speed train or something. So I will go Wiley Cody. I'm going to say the same thing because Scrooge okay. is literally, I mean, he can probably spend money to go out, but he's such a cheapskate. So yeah, I agree. He's probably going to go dumpster diving and create a fast meal out of whatever garbage he finds, but he's also the same type of personification, I guess, would be to talk down to somebody, even during a date. So, yeah, the one that would be less less likely to do any of that would be Wiley Coyote, and if anything, Wiley Coyote will cook for you. Because there's several episodes that he's cooking. Cooked himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Oh, that's right. The good point is made that Wiley Coyote is not a talker. Scrooge McDuck does. He loves to talk about himself. He loves to talk about his money. Doesn't talk about a lot else. Wiley's not going to talk. Um, I do think you were mentioning mentioning about Scrooge McDuck being cheap, and he'd probably be cheap on a first date. But at the same time, I could see as rich as he is, he probably likes the finer foods in life. All we know Wiley Coyote really has a taste for is Roadrunner, and it's a desert Roadrunner. There's no water out there or anything. It can't be well-nourished, and I'm also thinking Scrooge McDuck's probably keeping himself a little cleaner. Um, I don't think Wiley Coyote, I don't think he probably has access to bathe facilities. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm really just trying to make a point for Scrooge here because, yeah, at the end of the day, I think that uh, Scrooge McDuck, he's going to call shit. He's, he's just going to say something probably um, to turn off his date, and he's going to talk about his wealth. Yeah, I, I don't think they want to hear that. We do know Wiley Coyote has money. Uh, we just 
know he spends it on acme but sometimes as mentioned he does uh he does spend it on food, at least uh, the ability to try to make his own food. So, yeah, I think Wiley is going to be less annoying, probably a better first date. So, yeah, I think we are all agreeing on that one. We're going to move on to the next question. Worst Walmart greeter after three months on the job. Would it be Dr. Claw or would it be Stewie? Uh, the worst Walmart greeter. Dr. Claw isn't very sarcastic that much, though. <laughs> uh... I'm gonna lean more towards Stewie because Stewie likes to be a smartass, and he can be he can be very annoying. Welcome to Walmart, get your shit, get out type scenario. Um, I can only imagine what else he would probably say. What the deuce? What the deuce? Oh, do you need a deuce? It's down on aisle thirteen. You look like you need a deuce. Yeah, I'm gonna say that he would probably be the worst because he can be definitely a big smartass and Doctor Claw. I don't know. People might mistaken him for the freaking claw machine. So, yeah. No. <laughs> All righty. So, yeah, we've got Stewie. What do you think, CJ? Who you got? Well, how can you greet someone if you're in a chair always facing the back? So, how would that be a good Walmart greeter, you know? That would be my preferred Walmart greeter, honestly. <laughs> because I, I hate walking in there seeing anybody. You got some guy who's seen his better days in life, and he's sitting here pushing a card on you and trying to be polite. I don't even want to see the guy. I'm all in on Dr. Claw. I'm, I'm cool with that, personally. But then, yeah, but then you like he sounds like you had way too many cigarettes, and you don't want to you know, like be greeted by, Hello, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have that. I was like, you know, I don't want to shop here. They got some funky stuff in the air. I don't want to shop here. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that goes without saying at Walmart. <laughs> and now, Stewie, now, I would go with Stewie because I know, like, Stewie would not – he would not put up with anybody. You, I know, like, apparently uh, you go to Walmart, everybody wants to fight in Walmart. You know, so Stewie would be the one, like, you know what, get out. You know, I, I don't have time for this, you know. You pull I've out got, a laser uh, gun. Yeah. You know, hey, look, I just I just made a I made a, a death ray out of a, a buggy and some, some, and some Walmart dentures. stickers. <laughs> so, and this colostomy bag that I took from Register 2. <laughs> Thank Esther. Clean up on aisle 2. <laughs> Clean up on aisle 2. Poor Esther. Yeah, so. Esther didn't get her break yet. She lost her back. <laughs> so. He probably stole Dr. Claw's wheelchair just to turn it into a laser gun. <laughs> well, he will always escape, too. Every time there's signs of trouble, every time, you know, if you think about it, every time Gadget gets close, or actually it's really Penny and Brain, but, you know, who's, we're not going to nitpick, but it's really, uh, he, he escapes every time. So he doesn't stay around. So anytime there's signs of trouble, he'll be jetting out the door. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and there are a lot of fights at Walmart, as you pointed. So, yeah, he would be... Uh, but that being said, if Dr. Claw is leaving, that makes him a bad greeter. So is he worse than Stewie if he's not going to be there? I don't know. Depends on attitude. Attitude, that's why I'm like, Stewie, he wouldn't put up with anything. You know what? I, I don't really have to vote because it sounds like Stewie's winning this one. But, yeah, it really depends because as we know about Dr. Claw, as was mentioned, he's not very qualified, but he's got that kind of CEO mentality where he thinks he's a big shit. The greeter, I'm assuming, at Walmart is, is the lowest level position. I'm assuming even like the, the tellers and the cash register people get to push you around. So so he's he's really well, not going to take well. That's funny because you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't the, even thinking The unintentional that, pun. <laughs> it was pun intentional. Pun so there we go. Double whammy. So anyway, that being said, Stewie's going to advance. I could make a case for Dr. Claw, but I'm not even sure he would ever get hired because I don't think he put himself in that situation. I do think Stewie would be end up being the guy that's uh, just so incorrigible and intolerable as a greeter that um, 
Definitely Stewie. So final question, guys. This is the first time this has ever happened on White Brackets. The two competitors, Stewie and Wiley Coyote, lined up so poorly for the question, or should I say so disgusting for the question that I phrased, which wouldn't be nearly as disgusting for almost any other competitor, that we've punted on that question, and we've come up with a brand new question for White Brackets. It took the three of us. Um, I think CJ started with the first idea, and then Maddox and I did some massaging to it. And the final question, pitting Wiley Coyote versus Stewie, a White Brackets first, changing the question, to keep the FBI from knocking on our door and throwing us in jail with Scrooge McDuck. Which one of these two uses more elaborate inventions? Would it be Stewie or would it be Wiley Coyote? And Maddox, we're going to let you start this one out. The one I would say that has the most elaborate. Now, I'm just going to, again, I like to break things down. Because, I mean, this is this is it. This is the championship, if you think about it. It is. This is for the year supply of turtle wax. <laughs> that's a lot of car washing yeah i'll send anybody free stickers that once how's that free stickers for everybody that's that's the award for winning i, I was about here. to free say stickers. turtle wax man i got a foam cannon i could definitely do some damage with that but anyways um <laughs> with stewie we know that he's creative in just about any blueprint that he can think of and he goes above and beyond whenever he's confined to whatever it is that's near him but he doesn't really go around Wiley Coyote, on the other hand, can actually draw up blueprints. Apparently, he's intelligent. He knows how everything works. He just buys the crappy product to execute. But the fact that he can draw up the blueprints and know exactly how to execute things, I would say it's going to be Wiley. Wiley can draw up blueprints in the middle of the desert, out of nowhere. Now, Stewie, on the other hand, he has to be near his bedroom or near some type of crayon. But as far as Wiley Coyote, I feel that he can draw up some blueprints and get more creative with his, I would say, Wiley, for sure. You know what? I'm actually going to disagree, and I'm going to let CJ break the tie, because the Wiley Coyote does have some elaborate inventions. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're interesting to watch. They make for great television. Stewie, from what I understand, of course, we've seen him invent a ray gun, a weather-controlling device, a mind-controlling device. He makes robots. I think he's invented a teleporter. And as far as I'm concerned, Wiley, don't get me wrong, he makes some pretty elaborate shit out of those blueprints. But my man Stewie's on a totally different invention level. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Wiley's sitting over here playing checkers and Stewie's playing 3D chess over here with these inventions. So I'm going to have to go Stewie, which leaves it up to you, CJ, to break this tie. Do you have Wiley Coyote or do you have Stewie? All right, so... With Stewie, to me, it's he's always you know he does he did the time machine, he did the portal, you know he did you know the mind control, he did a shrink ray, you know he's done the typical mad scientist. Mm -hmm. That's how I look as far as inventions wise. As far as Wiley Cody, you have to like the dude painted a wall, <laughs> and the Roadrunner was able to go through it. So that's a good invention right there. That's a portal. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, was, it didn't work for him because, you know, it, he had a timer on it. That's what happened. They didn't show you that part. So there was a timer on there. Uh, he was, I mean, he was able to turn himself into stars. Stewie hasn't done that. He was able to knock down a whole bridge just by cutting one hole out. 
So I'm going to go with Wiley Cody. All right. Just because of the, because everything that he's built, he's built the slingshot, he's built the roller skates, he built the, the Batman suit thing, you know, he actually had a wider range of inventions per se than Stewie. Stewie had that same typical mad scientist, you know, shrink rays, death rays, mind control, robots, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's why I'm going Wiley. At least he was more, I think, more creative. Okay. I can't disagree with you. You know, either way, it does look like I'm outnumbered here. It looks like Wiley Coyote's going to advance. Not to ruin anything, but yeah, this makes me a lot happier than the last conclusion we came to about the other question. I think everybody's in agreement. I don't mind losing this one, but in the last one, everybody in the podcast would have been implicated. So we're glad that that part didn't air. <laughs> so with that being right. said, I would like to thank both CJ and Maddox from the Talking Shiz podcast for being on here and helping me not only determine a winner, but letting me call an audible and helping me come up with a great final question to keep us all out of the slammer. And so I'm going to go ahead and before I say goodbye to everyone, I would like to let both of you guys, uh, again, just kind of close us out, tell people how to reach you on the uh, social media platforms and anything you want to pitch about your podcast or anything else in general. Well, first, thank you, Mike, for having us on. It's been a real pleasure. It's definitely something different, and I actually enjoyed (laughs) it, so it was actually fun. Good. Uh, As far as uh, where to find us, we have a Twitter. It's talking underscore shiz. We got the Instagram, talking underscore shiz. Facebook. Uh, as far as if you want to know where we're found at, like our platforms, we do have a webpage. It's our podpage.com. Just go there, look up Talking Shiz, and you find all of our listening platforms, uh, our new episodes, email, all that fun stuff is right there. And that's uh, the courtesy of Maddox, our tech guy. Again, thank you for having us. It's, it's very fun. It was awesome to add to that. Yes, I am the tech guy. All the uh, music and the stuff that's in in there I've made. I'm the tech guy as far as editing the audio and all that stuff. And it's 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 amazing. Where we at today is we couldn't be there without you guys, all the love and support. And we just found out that we are in uh, Podcast Magazine for the sixth Ooh, month in a row. Six, yes. Oh, yeah, you're the first one I heard that. I haven't released that yet. So you're the first oh, wow. one. So. Okay, well. Yeah, well, you guys will probably release that before this episode comes out, but I feel special. So. <laughs> well, here it's recorded, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's we. I just found out uh, last night by the fact that they released it and found out we are six months in a row we're in the top fifty. So that's always good. Shit. Well, that is cool. I'm sitting here. Uh, I don't think I make the top five. 100 million of any podcast, but I'm trying. Damn it! I just figure if I keep releasing episodes, somebody will listen to them, right? That's how I feel. that's how, like we're shocked. I'm, I'm telling you, like it's it's surprising. Like our our latest episode, um, I feel used is our fastest downloadable episode that we've ever had. It's it's uh-huh. it's blew up this week and it's amazing. It's just like it's just it still shocks us that people listen to us <laughs> and we <laughs> it, it is like I, I, we don't get it. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I, I get it because you guys have a great little show over there. Like I said, I've, uh, the reason I reached out is I checked out some episodes. You guys have a real good rapport with each other and a lot of fun. So, yeah, if anybody out there wants to check these guys out, you should. Uh, they're obviously uh, doing good work over there in Podcast Magazine again for six months in a row, I believe, and as a top 50 podcast. So, you know, with that said, uh, I'll 
I'll at least pimp my little bitty podcast over here, and, and I appreciate having some heavy hitters on over here. I am at Whack Brackets on all the social medias, which includes your tweeters and your Instagrams, and even, yes, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm also on Reddit, but I don't really um, do anything for Whack Brackets on Reddit, but reach out to me there if you'd like. Other than that, you can reach me also through email anything at whackbrackets.com. Give me any feedback, any ideas for contests. You can tell me what an asshole I am. Tell me what a bad podcast I run. I'm fine. You know what? I do pretty poor at my real-world job. My boss tells me that all the time. I've got thick skin from it. Just be honest with me. That's all I ask. But with all that said, um, most importantly, again, I just wanted to thank Maddox and CJ for being on. Again, guys, uh, much love on this side of the podcast. And go check out their stuff. And I think we're about ready to close out. So I'll let you guys say goodbye to my audience. And we'll see everybody later. You guys have a good evening. Thank you again, Mike. And it's been a pleasure. See you guys. And thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.